here's the thing, overwhelm is real. And overwhelm actually makes people say no. And when people say no to your offer, they're not buying. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Engage Groups podcast. This week we're going to be talking about memberships once again. So we had a question from one of my clients and he is looking to create his first membership. And so he had a question like, how does he get started? What do you put in a membership? What do you not put in? What does the pricing look like, et cetera? And so we had a great discussion about what, what goes in a membership, what can be avoided in a membership and more. So I'm going to kind of go through that conversation here with you, because I think that he is not the only one asking this question. First of all, what do we put inside of a membership? Well, before we even get to that, I want you to kind of validate the idea of your membership. So you can go out into your free group and say, hey, I'm thinking of running a membership. Here are the things that I'm thinking of putting in the membership. Here are the categories that I'm going to teach about. Here are kind of the deliverables I'm thinking about. And here is the price point I'm thinking of. What do you think? Now, I did this back in May 2019. And I said that, like, I, I want a membership. I know that there's a membership in here somehow, some way, shape, or form. Here's what I'm thinking. Now, I have been working on membership sites since 2005. I know what I'm doing, but when it comes to creating my own membership, I was kind of like not sure. And here's why I wasn't sure. Sometimes when you are the leader of a community or you know your material so well, or you've been through this for so long, you don't really see things the way that your clients will see things. So like if you were in different stages, like if I'm in the advanced stage, then it's hard for me to look back at someone who's like in the novice or intermediate stage, because that was either months ago or years ago or decades ago. So when I asked them what they wanted, yes, they liked my idea, but then they came back to me about where they were at now. And I needed to meet them where they were now. So that's when they said to me, oh, we need, like, tell us what to do in our groups, you know, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Tell us what to do to get more engagement, et cetera. And so I created that membership for them. And I'm so glad that I did talk to them about it. And I did ask these questions because that membership is still going strong three years later. And we had a really great launch just 16 days after asking that question. I went live, sold the first eight spots in the first five minutes. By the time I got off that Q&A, there was, or sorry, that Facebook Live, there was 23 people who had signed up. So look, there, there is gold in asking your audience. So ask them what they want and need. And here's what I found about what they wanted and needed. Like they wanted someone to create the engaging content for them so they wouldn't have to think about what to post. Or worse, they would avoid thinking about what to post. And instead of posting something that would help engagement, they would delay it and delay it and never actually post anything in their group. So we create engaging content for them to post three times a week in their group. They get the images and they get the content. They don't have to think about it. They could just pick them, schedule them, and that's it. What I learned from that was it saved them money right? Save them from having someone else to do that for them because I am doing it for a bulk number of people. So they get that at the, I want to say the bulk price, but 
I save them the energy from trying to figure out what to post. They don't have to figure it out. They don't have to use their energy to do that. I save them time because they no longer have to put that on their schedule every week or every month. So that is done. And I also save them, and I think this is the most important one, I save them from thinking. You know, as entrepreneurs, we have so much going on already on our plates, in our daily lives. We don't need more. And so I take the thinking off their plates. How great is that? Can you go to your audience and say, I've done this for you. You don't have to think about it every month. You don't have to think about it every quarter. You don't have to think about it every year. It is done for you. So those four things, if there's one, two, three, or even all four that you can provide in your membership to save people from time, money, energy, or thinking, fantastic. Absolutely go for it. So that is what you want to think about when you're putting together your membership site. Now, what I want you to also know is that have this in mind when you're thinking about the what you're going to deliver and how you're going to deliver it. So what do I mean by that? The what you're going to deliver is the pieces that you're going to deliver. Are you going to be doing, and I'm going to give you some ideas, the things that you can put in your membership. So you have a Q&A with you, really easy for you. You don't have to prep. Maybe you ask, you ask them for the questions ahead of time. So if you do need to prep, you've got that. You could have guest speakers come in and speak to them. So you just have to manage getting a guest speaker in. You could have templates, checklists, spreadsheets, Canva templates, fill in the blank scripts, fill in the blank emails, fill in the blank, you name it. All this could be part of your membership. On top of that, you could have little guidebooks or little notebooks for them every month. You could do, you could give them other things that help them implement or move their, move themselves faster through to the path that they want. So think about the things that you want to have in your membership. Okay. It could also be, you can have a private podcast. You can have just office hours for them. You could have accountability pods. You could have, you could have accountability pods. You could have a book list for them. You can have other things for them. You could curate a list of things that they need to read or know or do in order to move whatever it is that your membership is about to move that, move them forward down that path. So When I say to you that you need to figure out what should be in your membership and how you will deliver it, those are the things that I want you to figure out first and foremost, and really pick three, maybe four. The reason for three or four is that you can go in and give them those four things. You could deliver like one a week, or you could deliver all four at the beginning of the month. Typically you do one a week, but if you do more than four things every week, or every month in your, in your membership, you're going to start overwhelming your members. Okay. And I know it is so tempting when you first create a product and you don't know how many people are going to sign up for it or what people are going to say yes to. And you want to give them more and more because you think the more you give, the more likely they are to buy. Here's the thing. Overwhelm is real and overwhelm actually makes people say no. And when people say no to your offer, they're not buying. Or when they walk into your membership, walk in, when they look at your membership and they're completely overwhelmed, they're going to cancel. We want to make it really easy and simple for them. We don't want to put too much on their plates. In fact, we want to take things off their plates. 
So look at three or four things every single month that you're going to deliver to them. Keep it consistent every four, every, those four things all the time. You may have an opportunity where something comes up or you have something already created that you want to give to them. Great. Those could be unadvertised bonuses. Those could be things that you give to them later on or as a bonus now when you need to. Right. So you might say, like when I first launched my membership, two things that people said to me on that Facebook Live was, okay, can you show us how to wake up a dead Facebook group? And can you show us 15, like what should we do the first two weeks our group is open? And I'm like, great. Yeah, those are two great bonuses. I will put those in, but I may, you know, I won't have them ready until like two weeks into the membership. So I gave them like, you know, it wasn't going to be ready right away. I knew I'd have my hands full of launching this. And I said, you know what? Great idea. I'll make those available and I'll do them two weeks into the membership. And I did. Later on as building my membership, I was creating these little mini workshops. So I did a full money, full mini workshop on wake up your dead Facebook group. I did one on how to create challenges for your business. I did one on creating your launch calendar for the year. And I created how to grow your group as well. And I gave those all as bonuses to my members, all of them. And those were not things that I knew I was going to do in the beginning of my membership. But as they came up, I thought, I think that they should have this. And what a great way to retain them, right? By saying you will still have access to this workshop that I'm doing as long as you stay a member. And so they did. The other thing is like sometimes in memberships, like the fourth month is when, or just before the fourth month, people will start to think about canceling. So you could say, you know, let's say the fourth month is April, becoming beginning of April, I'm going to be giving you my giant checklist that I do every year in my business around springtime. And so now they have this thing to look forward to. Now you could use this thing that you were going to give them to them anyways, but use it as part of your retention strategy instead of giving it all to them and fire hosing them at the beginning of your membership and overwhelming them. Use these strategically as bonuses. Okay. So what should be in your membership? Three to four things likely more towards four, pick four things that you know you can consistently do month after month or bulk create. Because remember, this membership is not going to be just three months for you. This could be a membership that you have like me for three years or for 10 years. So what can you consistently create month after month or bulk create so that they're all set and ready for you? Okay. So like that you can create them over and over again. If you are going to create a 40-page book every month, no, right? Can you feel the exhaustion? So like right now, you might be excited to do that, but six months from now, are you still going to be excited to do that? Probably not. So I really need you to consider what it is you have the energy and time for, or what team can you hire to bring people in? Okay, what your membership should not be is a fire hose of everything that you've ever owned or ever created. If your content is evergreen, amazing, good for you. Please do not throw that all in your membership. You will overwhelm them. And if you start to add those things to your membership, make sure it's well laid out so that it's easy for them to navigate through it. So if I'm looking for things for like the beginner, I don't know, beginner gardener, I don't want to have to sift through things, start watching videos and realize this video is more for someone who's been gardening, you know, a master gardener. That's not for me. 
I need the like very basic gardening stuff. So organize your videos, organize your content, whatever format it might be into sections so that I can identify as the beginner gardener. And I go through those audios, videos, checklists, et cetera, for me. And when I'm ready, I can move on to the next one. Or perhaps it's a different kind of category. Perhaps the category is succulents. So how do, or I guess that's not gardening, but okay, let's say the, <laughs> the topic is, you know, herb gardening. So maybe all your content is organized based on um, either categories like herbs or vegetables or fruits, right? Or maybe it is herbs, but it's different kinds of herbs. How are those categorized? So help your user navigate through this by helping them go through things to make things like a lot easier for them to just identify and, and go as opposed to guess what they need, go through it, waste their time halfway through a video realizing this wasn't for them. Okay, so organize it very well. The other thing that I would talk about is the pricing of stuff. So you want to price your membership in a way that A, makes you feel good about it, right? It makes you feel good about how you, that you're making it, a, your membership is out there and you're pricing it in a way that you feel good. So if, if like 20 people buy or 50 or hundred people buy, you feel good. But remember these first few users, the first few people that come on, these are your founding members likely going to stay on with you for a while. Why? Because they're coming in at a really great rate. So give them a great rate right? They're going to, there's no other content for them in the membership, or maybe you have a couple of months stored of membership content already in there when they join. But the thing is, if they're, they shouldn't be paying the same price as someone who comes in a year from now and has a year worth of content. Okay. Does that make sense? So give those people in the beginning a lower price so that they can come in, help you kind of plan out the membership, give you their ideas, their feedback, et cetera. Okay. And then you want to increase it. So put it at a price point that you feel good about. And then you can always increase it once you stop registrations or close registrations that first time around. And you can open up registration at a much higher price or a higher price or slightly higher price the second time around. And even the third time around, you could use it. And membership price increases are a great way to bring people into your membership in a way that doesn't require a huge launch. It could be a set of emails. It could be a couple of Facebook lives that will say, hey, by the end of the month, we are increasing the price of our membership. If you want to come in, come in now and you lock yourself into a great rate. Okay, so that's something that you could do. And like, hey, you, I've seen it where people have increased their membership so high and then backtracked and went to a lower price point. And I don't want that for you. If you're going to connect, if you're going to commit to that price point, being the higher price point is the one that you're going to be at, really think about, are, is there a price point where your audience will be like, whoa, that is just too much. We are not paying that. Or that is too much. We just met. I'm not coming into your membership at like $1,000 a month, whatever the price might be. I'm exaggerating. But I do want you to think about every time you increase the price, how that's going to affect sales or good or, or bad, but don't increase so wildly that others might think that they're that this is just not right for them. Remember, some of the people coming into your membership will be new to you and may, they may not have that relationship with you yet. So you might want to consider that for your pricing. 
Also know that every time you increase your price, tell your members, tell your members because they are getting the great price. And if they leave, they have to pay the new price, right? So they get the, whatever price they come in at, they're locked in at that rate. Don't do like Netflix. Netflix will like increase the rate no matter how long you've been with them. And I just don't think that's great for loyalty or fan excitement, right? So keep them at the price point that they came in at, but also remind them, hey, we've just increased the price. So if you do leave, you know, you would have to come in at the whatever price point we're at at that point. All right, so I hope you enjoy this big one Q&A <laughs> on memberships. If you do wanna look at working with me on your membership, we're gonna look at memberships, your audience, such as groups or whatever your audience, however you're cultivating your audience. And then we're also gonna look at launching your membership in a new program that I am calling the Membership Multiplier. So if you go to engagegroups.com slash membership multiplier, you will see our offer in there. And feel free, there's a link in there if you wanna book a coffee chat with me to see if this is right for you. So engagegroups.com slash membership multiplier. I'll see you there, bye.